0: What's up my friends? This is Dustin with Electrician U, the Electrician U podcast. And this is Drake, also with the Electrician U
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta figure out like a better way. Yeah, let's
1: try to say it at the same
0: time. Ready? One, two, two three. Hi, this Welcome is Drake. Welcome to the I'm, Drake this Show. This is not- <laughs> <laughs> What's up you crazy people? So today we're going to talk about uh, the, the power of choice. So like we need like a big motivational speaker the sound to come in no but like um j- just choice in general like uh, a lot of people especially younger people don't come across information about the idea that you have a choice in every single second of every single day of how you act how you show up and how you react to the things around us so life happens and it seems to be that if uh if we're going to get into anything hoodoo or woo-woo, life seems to be a test environment, uh, some sort of thing that's just constantly throwing lessons. And um, I think that if there is a purpose of us being here, it's to constantly go through shit and come out of that shit. And then there's another thing that's going to come up and you got to go through that. And then another thing comes up and you got to go through that. And I think a lot of people get, captivated and they're they're very reactive to life so it's like things are just happening to me over and over and there's nothing i can do about it and the world sucks and the government sucks and everybody's trying to get me and it's really easy especially in the world today right now to get lost in the shit of everything right, but because yeah. everything you just said is true yeah but it's happening
1: <laughs> to everybody yeah non-stop and it's it's okay to get caught up into it for a little
0: while especially if you're by yourself or talking with your friends or whatever but especially if you're not talking to anybody too. Like if you're just, you don't talk to very many people and you have all these struggles that are happening and then you watch the news or you're on Facebook or something and you don't get the chance to talk to anybody about it or like to see different perspectives. You get lost in your own perspective. And we're wrong in our heads. We're wrong like 90% of the time. The things that we think that are constantly just going, the story in our head all the time. Yeah, how how many times have you gone up to someone
1: thinking they're going to respond away? oh, you haven't talked to them for a while because you were worried about what they were going to say. Yeah. And then you go up and you finally say it exactly how you meant not to say it, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you say it, and then they respond
0: like the best way possible. Yeah, way did, different. Way different, yeah. Yeah, because they also have their own way of showing up and being, and they could choose to be a jerk. They could choose to not be. So most of what we build up in our heads throughout the day is just kind of an onslaught of thought. And this is my my take on what dreams are. I don't think dreams have any ethereal meaning or anything like that. I think that our brains are thinking things and they never stop thinking. And so when you shut your eyes, the prefrontal cortex of your brain shuts off. And that's the thing that kind of keeps the logical order of reality and things that make sense together. But we still view pictures. Like I can think of a can of monster energy right now and I don't even have one in front of me. I can see the logo. I can... Um, imagine the taste of it in my mind you know like the talents he has (laughs) (laughs) no but like so I can I can build an entire reality in my mind and I do all day every day I think about people that were in my life in the past and what I would say if I was gonna if I was in front of them again what they might say and you build all these things that aren't even real reality is what we perceive it to be you know our personal
1: reality is our personal reality and we have all the thoughts that we are going through at all the times. All the imaginary, all the, the back thoughts, all the front thoughts, all the thoughts. That's our reality. But there's other people having their own realities. So reality itself is the conglomeration of all of our realities. Yeah. We don't know what other people are thinking unless they're saying it. And then even if they're saying it, we don't know what they're thinking behind it. Right, because I can think a completely different thing in, than I'm saying at the, yeah? at the same exact time. Same I, mean, I think we all do. So to gain control of that is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, how to be what you want to be is, is a hard choice at points because you can get caught up in the day-to-day, especially if you don't practice talking to people or presenting yourself in a certain way. And there's so many different versions of you that you are. Kind of a side note. Something I feel is kind of sad, but the truth of the matter, when somebody dies, you lose them, but what you also lose is the version that you were to them, Mm. and that's the part that hurts, because with every single person, your friends, your family, strangers, stranger strangers, you know, you're out of a completely different town, no one's ever going to see you again, you're a different person, and it's okay, it's good, it's actually really good to practice being different people
0: within uh reason you know you don't want to be fake no but i I would agree with that and say i think it's i think it has more importance that people think about the version of themselves that is showing up at any given time than not thinking about it
1: absolutely so when you're with someone and then they're they're gone that person that you were is also gone and therein lies the sadness well part of the sadness of course but with every scenario you are a different person and you should you should be able to be able to transform you should be able to just change into each one of them fluidly if
0: possible yeah i think i think we should yeah i think that a lot of people that experience trauma when they're children they're kind of frozen in that time and for the rest of their life they don't ever grow into they become older but they don't necessarily become adults and they're just stuck playing out this thing where there's like, you know, if a, if a mom, like we were just watching Yellowstone, actually, and there's this uh, uh, daughter, mom died, mom was like, really, really mean to her. And like, in their last moments when she was laying there dying, she's like, this is your fault. And, you know, and so that freeze framed her for the rest of her life. Everything she's doing is acting out, trying to make up ground, trying to become something. And I think most people in the world are acting like that. Yeah, you know, like for me, when I was younger, me and my dad didn't go along and I you know, like he would say really harsh stuff. And so like I got this idea when I was younger that I was these things that he would call me or 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 whatever. And you know, a lot of it was he would call me an idiot or a dumbass or things like that. And I found myself throughout my life trying to prove myself to all of the other older men that I was around. And so when I started to prove myself and they were like showing me like, oh my God, yeah, you work hard. You're doing great. It like made me fill that hole almost. It made me feel really, really great. So I leaned into that and I started working harder and harder and that became the currency for me. And then at a certain point, many, many, many years through life, I realized what I was doing and I realized like, holy shit, I've just been perpetuating this thing to prove that I'm not an idiot (laughs) for my whole life. And it even got so bad as I started calling myself those things every time I would screw up, every time I messed something up. they be like, "You fucking idiot!" Yeah, I said that shit to myself, and you don't think like that—that's harmful. Or oh, it's so harmful. Yeah. Self-talk is one of the most harmful or uh,
1: influential things you can do. You know, it's it's a little silly and it feels stupid, but if you talk to yourself in the mirror and be like, "I got this. This is good. I'm good." Blah blah blah. Yeah, have mantras of positivity. It really. After a while, sinks in. After some consistency, Uh, yeah, consistency for sure. It's funny. uh, I I think about a lot of people that I know that have been locked in the frame, and high school is such an awful landscape. (laughs)
0: It's the worst. Yeah, it's really the worst. It's a bunch
1: of like teenagers going through puberty, finding their what they think is identity, and judging very vocally what other people are in their own landscape it's brutal you know and the the people who are deemed the nerds or the whatever the outcasts that that sticks with a lot of people yeah and then vice versa a lot of a lot of people who are the cool kids or like the the jocks or whatever i see adult people Still being, yeah. we won the championship back in '73. Yeah, the, the peak <laughs> like the peaked in high school, you know. It's like, 10.
0: bro, man, bro. But I mean, that's just that. Yeah, it's funny that self-image thing because you always see in movies and shows like somebody that's about to give a speech, you know, and they're they're usually kind of seen as like douchey people, but they're mm-hmm. like sitting there in a suit and they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like, "You got this!" And I, they're practicing their speech. I really appreciate the chance to get you be here, but that type of thing, those type of people do a lot. And it seems to be a common thread that really, really successful people understand that our heads are a really crazy place if left alone. And if you're not purposeful about the thoughts you are thinking, you're at the whims of whatever is happening around you. And most of the time that's not going to be very positive. And so I got into the idea, I started reading books probably when I was about 25, where I came across this information for the first time that our heads are constantly just thinking things, and really, we're able to observe our thoughts. If you sit there, it sounds weird, but if you sit, when you're when you're thinking things, as you're sitting there like, turning wrenches out in the field, and you realize like you just had a fight with your wife last night or whatever, and you're thinking about what you're gonna say when you go home, you can observe yourself having those thoughts. It's not that you're thinking them, you can actually stop and pay attention to the thoughts, and you can choose to flip a switch and start thinking different things. And it's hard to do because it takes practice and it takes you constantly realizing that it's happening for you to get into the pattern. And this is why meditation is such a huge thing, because meditation is the the purposeful effort of sitting in silence and trying to not let your mind go on these rampant, crazy things. And then when it does, you just take a deep breath, chill out. So it's the constant practice of shutting that voice off. And that voice is not a good voice. It's our ego, so it's very—it's a survival instinct. And if you're living off of survival all the time, how can you grow? You can't. No, people who have to focus on survival don't evolve. Right. Oh, and they don't. I and mean, even like extrapolating that to like people that are in really destitute situations in the world that have war out, and, you know, like walking out of their step, and there's like dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. How can you prosper? You can't. You can't. Yeah. You're just thinking on survival, and that's it sucks so everybody else in the world though (laughs) you know but even in that situation you know i've seen some like refugees and people give speeches give ted talks and they have some of the most profound wisdom to share and all of it comes from their perspective they decided there needed to be something different and they realized they took a look around at how things were and they decided to make a choice to live a different way to escape to go do something else and so that's kind of what i wanted to get into with this is that in every single moment you have a choice of how you are. And what got me thinking about it um, was I heard Bert Kreischer uh, talking about with Dave Chappelle. He like met Dave Chappelle uh, recently. And he's like, you know, we, we kind of were in the same circles and stuff, but we're not friends. We don't sit and talk and stuff like that. He's like, I still just look up to him because uh, we're both comics. But he's like, I got to talk to him. And he gassed me up. He's like it's the weirdest thing but he made me feel like one of his contemporaries like like i was just like him and i was just as good as him and he's like that fired me up he's like dave Chappelle. you know he doesn't have to do that like there's no reason he's made it he's huge he doesn't have to to like try to make other people feel big but he did and so in dave Chappelle's. In that moment, Dave Chappelle's choosing to focus on another person and, and try to put their energy into bringing somebody up and ma- letting them feel better. If he wasn't somebody that thought or out-thought things, he would just be, yeah, I'm Dave Chappelle and talk about Dave Chappelle and be like, yeah. you know? Hey, you're with me. No, yeah. but and but then he said the same thing about Snoop Dogg. He's like, dude, I got to smoke with Snoop Dogg recently. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, I always wanted to, you know, but like the chance came up and it was just like, he, all he did was, was talk about how awesome I was and, and like... It was just, it made him feel even bigger in my mind, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, it made me realize how I am with people. If I go to events and stuff and people walk up to me, I'm always very purposeful about being thankful to them for watching. And like, I always ask them, well, what do you do? What kind of electrician are you? And, you know, I spend time on them. But I don't really spend time like building people up. And that's a choice. I could do that because most people, when they're coming to me, they're sitting there in their mind thinking that I'm this certain thing and the experience they have when talking to me when they leave, they're going to feel a certain way. So why not let them feel amazing? Why not like do that? Because if they walked up, they're like, hey, man, how are you doing, Dustin? i watch all your stuff. And I was just like, oh, dude, life sucks. And this is the worst. <laughs> and like, I fucking hate this. And they would immediately be like, oh, dude, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Like, it would destroy that image, you know? So even with me, like, yeah, I have a choice every day of how I show up. And and even
1: on a lower level, if you're just like at a grocery store, you know, you have an interaction with the cashier. You, you don't have to do anything. You can just wait till they tell you the price, give them the card, and then move on. And that's fine. It's totally fine. Or you could try talking to them. Say, how are you doing? yeah. <laughs> And then it's up to them to either reciprocate or clearly tell you they don't want to talk to you. And then, you know, just move on. But I've noticed there's a lot of people who just don't want to talk. Everybody is kind of curmudgeon these days here.
0: Yeah, i noticed that. You, you know, I've been noticing it more and more. And
1: you just have any interaction with a barista with anything subway sandwich subway. guy yeah yeah but yeah. well,
0: that's all <laughs> <laughs> our subway sandwich guy holy cow subway by the way subway if you listen to this uh, i've never go into subway ever so intense
1: in, Is it, in uh, the worst in the worst way worst. so embarrassing and so
0: inappropriate it's hateful and mean and uh, yeah
1: so he has a choice
0: yeah uh, I, I think and you have a choice when you're there yeah. to interact or not interact right
1: Yeah, it's gotten to the point where you know I smile, wave, but there's typically, for example, I walk into Subway and he knows my name and he looks up to me. He knows like, because at first I'm a friendly person. I just start talking and, you know, I'm like, yeah, I have a school right up the street from here. Da da da. It's like, oh, you know, and the more and more I get to know him, his level of um, understanding boundaries and understanding what sh- is okay to be said sure you can say anything you want it's a free country mm-hmm. but there's some things you shouldn't say yeah. you know when you're like at a cash
0: register working for a company and
1: yeah. yeah like he he told this girl that was behind me oh you look just like my girlfriend and she's like oh really and He's like, yeah she's in rehab now so you probably do drugs too it's like, what <laughs> like what <laughs> On what planet yeah no, none of that makes sense and
0: she was so uncomfortable yeah and he like laughed it was like a joke yeah and i was like whoa do then the next day well like at a later time i think it was the same guy but um when i was there he started talking about how Subway is just this terrible company and that how all the food in the back is bad and they're just trying to get rid of like bad food. And the, and the restaurant's restaurant, full, right? Yeah, rest full of yeah. people. There's tons of people. We're just all trying to order. We're all so damn uncomfortable. And he's like, they don't pay me enough. They don't pay anybody enough. That's why we all keep leaving and new people keep coming out. Fuck this company. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck fuck up like you're making everybody here feel super uncomfortable i don't want you touching my food now i'm looking at how he's touching my food and has he washed his hands is he like you know have they cleaned under everything because he's talking about how gross the food is and how the company can't even afford it i don't go there anymore yeah i'm like i'm done oh it's so crazy so all that tied together though that guy has a choice of how to be he doesn't he's not aware of that it's very clear when talking to this individual. Whatever's right in front of his face is what he's going to say, and whatever's on his mind is—he just needs his mouth moving with in sync with his brain at all fucking times. And it's not a good place. No, his brain's not a good place. No, he definitely comes from a lot of problems. Yeah,
1: and no one was there or is there to correct him to help him.
0: Yeah,
1: you know that—that uh, take—that's—that brings a whole other level of this conversation. You have uh, h- how you react to things. You have a choice. You have a choice to like help your friends out, too. Yeah. You know, if you, know, you have a bad day, everything in your head is just spiraling about something, and then something else happens. It seems like when you're spiraling out, everything starts to go wrong. So you just had a full day of that. And then you're in a grocery store. Somebody comes up to talk to you. And you're at a thirteen, yeah. Out of Ten. <laughs> it's it. It's understandable to be like, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. Like whatever comes out of your face, albeit you know, before like abusive, is it's fine. It's what you know. Most people don't remember most of their reactions. If you ask people, what did this person look like that you just talked to, like a stranger? No idea. They, they might notice something very specific. Oh, he had a mole on his lip, or, or he had a red ba- basketball cap, basketball cap, baseball cap. <laughs> but otherwise, like you're kind of meaningless to most people, which yeah. is kind of a fun mindset. So you can just yeah, there's it. a playground there. There's a playground oh, there, yeah. you know. So like, if you if you have bad moments, it's fine. But for the most part, if you are going through just turmoil in your head. Talk to someone, write it down, get it out of your head. So when you are talking to someone that is either important or not, it's still building up your character to be someone who is respectable, nice, kind, fun, whatever whatever version of that you want to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important to think about who you are and how you're perceived. And it's not so much like, oh, I'm going to build up this persona of somebody that I'm not. But I think in every moment you have a choice of how to act towards people and people that think about this kind of stuff actually can put themselves in the way of opportunities and people that don't think about it probably don't have very many opportunities because people can't stand them. But for me, when I, you know, I'm told all the time that when I go into a gas station or something, I talk to somebody up here, I'm from Texas, I'm in Massachusetts. Everybody says to me, you're not from around here. And I'm like, why? And they're like, you're too nice. And I'm like, yeah, I choose to be, you know, like I, I can definitely turn up the asshole thing. And I've had a lot of people tell me I'm that too. You know, when I'm on a job site, I'm a very a much more harsh version of myself because I need to be. And I you know, I would say you're strict and, and stern. Yeah, I'm very strict and stern about the things that like are in my mind necessary. Which is something that you gotta realize
1: that doesn't equal asshole automatically. Yeah. Some people have a hard time being told what to
0: do, and they're like, well, don't tell me what to do, and they feel like you're an asshole. The asshole, though, is the part where I come in and I tell them, this is what you're going to do, you're going to get the fuck off my job. Sure, sure. <laughs> and <laughs> I
1: mean, that's not even, that's still just, you know, if your intention is to be a jerk, that's when you're a jerk. But if you're just going in there and be like, this needs to be done, you've been slacking you off, like telling people yeah, what is what they're doing wrong
0: is not you being a jerk. They're just perceiving it that way because they just got their feelings hurt. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. I have no problem with confrontation. Like, I am very confrontational and I will address something immediately. And I'm usually always going to address it in a way that I think is wise. Uh, you, you know, like, I, I know that when you s- talk to somebody, nobody wants to uh, be wrong ever. Ever. Nobody wants to be found... Um, Messing up or anything like that. So, if you tell somebody that they're being stupid or that they're doing this or that, their first thing is going to be to be defensive. So, my way of approaching people is to make sure that they don't feel defensive because I'm not going to get very far with them if they've got their shields up. But if I can get them to get their shields down and then have a meaningful conversation, I might actually go somewhere. But there's just some people that it doesn't matter with. Some people need the heat turned up on them and yep. it's the only way to motivate them to get them to do anything. Um, interesting fact, I, I'm, I'm reading this book on uh, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it talks about there's, there's different kinds of people. There's people that move towards the things they want and people that move away from the things they don't want. And both of them are very, very useful tools if, if to these two different types of people wanna get something accomplished, somebody that's like from the hood and that has no opportunity and sees extreme violence and they're poor and everything, they can use what they don't have and that, that um, poverty as the reason to propel them into success. They're like, I'm never going to go back to that. You know, I'm going to make sure everything I do. They're moving away from something that they fear or moving away from something that's that's uncomfortable to them. And there's people that move towards goals. And they're like, I want this. I want to make this happen. So I'm you know, constantly moving towards that whole thing. So in reading this, it made me realize that, th- that out in the field when I'm leading people, when I'm running a job, there are some people that... Um, the, the what motivates them, what moves them is putting some kind of opportunity in front of them because they're going to chase it and they're going to double down, triple down, work really hard to try to get it. And there's some people that you it doesn't matter if you put anything in front of them. It doesn't, it's not going to make them do anything. But if you take something away or threaten to take something away, boom, overnight change. Yep. So in realizing that there are different motivations for people, I realize that I have a choice of how I am. And that really helped me as a job, or as a as a foreman out in the field. Like I at all times have to be thinking about how I'm showing up in certain certain circumstances, because there are some people around me that if I uh, berate them and and like bash them over the head with the things that they just screwed up, it's going to make them cave and they're going to crumble even more because they're they're beating themselves up in their own head more than anything I could ever say. But there's also people that I know that I have to be hard on constantly. Because they're stuck in a boy mentality, and I got to make a man out of them, as well as teach them how to do work, and as well as be a boss, you know. So I've learned the skill of, of choosing who I am in any given moment, and it even goes into relationships. If I, you know, there's some days where, um, if I'm with my girlfriend and and like I'm just not talking, or I'm being really, you know, uh, kind of keeping to myself, not not like being goofy and being silly and being fun she'll think that there's a problem or that she did something wrong or something, you know, she just kind of worries that there's something wrong. And it's like, Oh, there's nothing wrong. You know, I just play Git video games for like four straight hours. My brain is programmed to a screen right now, you know, but the perception of what she thinks is that there's a problem. And it's like, I need to take seriously the idea that like, I have to make that choice when I'm around her. I, I need to just put the effort in to be more fun and like why not yeah. right like why not make it a better thing for both of us rather than just turning off and being quiet because i'm kind of a loner you yeah. know like that's i just work <laughs> and so it almost takes me work to put on the like more bubbly fun goofy side of myself i find uh often people are asking me what's wrong and i'm like i'm just thinking <laughs> yeah and they think there's something wrong
1: and it's like no i'm just i'm in my head yeah i i have resting i'm upset with the world face.
0: yeah. But it's not. It's just like when you think, you lose all expression in your I, face.
1: I know, I you, know. You, like,
0: stare deeply into a wall. Yeah, when I when my brain is thinking, I forget about physicality all the time. That has to do with playing music. Yeah, because when you play music, though, you turn on this different thing, man. Yeah, I Your different body thing. becomes yeah. a fucking wet noodle that's, like, being shaken at a million miles an hour by, like, an alien... You, you know you're I not just, even in control of your body it's so <laughs> fucking hilarious I have to
1: much. put sunglasses on because otherwise all the photos of me look like a chameleon <laughs> my
0: eyes they literally don't focus they don't
1: do the right thing they are they, one goes one way one goes the other way like the opposite of cross-eyed what's, what's that I don't know uh, <laughs> chameleon chameleon yeah no. something that I tried a lot actually when I was on tour um, when I did tour I about making choices, I decided to be the healthiest version of myself because I realized being on tour playing, you know, three hundred shows a year, it it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of work. I don't actually understand how bands can get wasted every night and then play the next night. I it just
0: even when you're young, yeah, it's yeah, that's it's rough.
1: But I, I decided to. I was on the best diet. I was exercising all the time, and I was really focusing on who I was as a person. A lot of times I since I was sober the entire tour I would wake up at seven in the morning or the band would be you know waking up about 45 minutes before we had to hit the road again. So often I was in all these random towns all across the East Coast and upstate New York that I've never been in and one of my favorite things to do was to go get up in the morning, you know, get ready and then take an Uber to downtown or walk downtown or however close I was, and then just have the guys pick me up on the way out of town. When you're in a random town that you have never been before and no one knows you, that is a wonderful place to try on a suit. Yeah. And I just found myself being so ov- overly talkative to people and just really. Trying to experiment with it. Experiment with it, you know, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? And if they reciprocated, and honestly, once once you get down south, a lot of people reciprocate a lot more. Yeah. How are you doing? Great. Da-da-da. And then just start talking. And I just found myself forgetting to worry of judgment because there was no reason for them to judge me.
0: Yeah.
1: And if they did, I could walk away. And never see them again yeah it doesn't matter no so I, I focused on being kind of the nicest happiest version and it stuck
0: with me yeah that and it's not even for the sake of the other people that you were doing that it was for your own oh 100 yeah when you notice after having great conversations with people you're by the end of the day you're like oh man i had a really good day today yep. but if you don't and you're just in this suck hole of your mind and you don't ever get out and like it has an effect on your day and when you think about our entire life is just a day after another day plus another day plus another day plus years of those every single day equals who you are and how you act around people. Yeah. it's really interesting this I, I've heard um, people say if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything huh. And it, it not even from like politically, you need to take a stance on things but if you don't um, if you don't stand up for yourself, you're going to be at the whims of other people at all times. And you're going to be at the whims of them in your head. So like, it doesn't matter if if someone, so-and-so like yelled at you or whatever, whatever that's going to stick with you. Those little things stick with us and they almost haunt us every single day. And if you let them rattle around in there and bang around, you're just building, you're not building anything. You're just letting this shitty landscape of your mind exist. And it's, it's, you just continue to perpetuate that trauma. But if you spend time every single day building something in your mind and being purposeful, I even have gone as far in the past, I'm not currently doing this, but in the past, I would, I realized that the music that I listened to was all really violent, angry. Uh, like metal you know rap i've been listening to rap my entire life and the modern landscape of rap is terrible there's nothing good that is being said on any of it it's clever wordplay all saying the same things and with a, a cool beat or whatever but it's not that's uh, the music industry in general for right yeah now. but it, but it's not like you know common like uh, back in the day common stuff like it was really deep and thought-provoking and lupe fiasco and atmosphere and stuff like they have something to say they're telling a story and they're like there's kind of like a benefit that you get by the end of it nowadays it's not so I was like okay I'm just gonna I'm gonna be very careful about the things that I'm letting in my head because if all it is is just negative 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 and I don't take any time to put anything positive in there that's that probably has a lot to do with just my general mood and my general attitude so I did started meditating every day like the first thing I would do is I would sit down and meditate and I would just focus on stillness and quiet and not let my mind rampantly just go wherever it wanted anytime it started to I'd pull it back get quiet again and I would spend some time doing that and then I would go work out I'd go run I'd do something but it was like me pushing again building rather than being at the whims of life and I just put work in on myself and then I started getting into boxing and I would go boxing and like having these experiences with people where I'm getting my you know ass kicked but I'm also kicking ass you know it's like this great confidence builder but it's also very humbling and uh, just like doing things that I liked doing gave me this different perspective in my mind where I was just like, oh, my God, I have a complete choice of what I allow in, whatever you allow in, even food, man. Like You are what you eat, I was yeah, going to say. The, the food that breaks down inside your body, for those of you guys that don't know this, that's what your cells turn into. So if you have McDonald's all day, every day, and that's all you eat, your cells are going to be McDonald's cells the amount of energy available to you, where it's stored, what's going on in your body, and how it processes it. goes with information, too. Same with uh, yeah. music. The more you, you know, if
1: you're a musician and you are listening to classical and you're only, like, just obsessing about classical, that is what's going to come out of you. Yeah. Same with jazz, or same with any version of music. The more you put that in you, the more it'll come out of you. That's why if you're, like, in college studying jazz, you kind of have to just submerge yourself into jazz. Then, and that's it. And yeah. that's it. And then yeah. you'll start hearing the the lines in your head, and that'll represent uh, what you start playing on your instrument. The first step to gaining control of yourself is realizing that life is a river that's running in every direction. Every choice, every obstacle, everything that's occurring is just this river. Uh, it's an onslaught for people who who don't really know who they are for people who don't know how to take control of their life they're just being whipped around by all of these currents you have to put your foot down and stand up and say stop yeah you know look at it look at all the things coming in at you and decide what you like and what you don't like and then take the steps to either take it in or step out of the way
0: I I think that that's just being an adult and I think this is something many people don't think about from the time that we're very little we're reactive our mom and dad's telling us what to do the dog bit us we put our hand on the stove there's like all these things we're going to school and we're indoctrinated into certain thought processes and we're taught what version of history happened on the planet you know like so by the time we become an adult we're so used to just taking things from other people and then just being whatever we need to be in the moment but once you become an adult i don't consider an 18 an adult i consider the moment where you stand up and decide who you're going to be and you start being that thing the choice of who you're going to be rather than the reaction version of yourself yeah And I think with what you're saying... That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. On a metaphysical level. Yeah. If you feel like there's stuff coming in from every single direction constantly, like you have to stop. You have to stop being thrown around by it. You have to stop and look at every single one of those things and stand up and be like, no, I'm going to... I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Take charge. Yes. I'm taking charge and I'm going to build me. I'm going to take time to go rock climbing and figure out if that's something I like. Oh, don't like it. All right. Well, I'm not a rock climber. Cool. I'm going to go to boxing and see if that's something that I like. Nope. going to go pick up a paintbrush and see if I like painting. Nope. Don't like that. You just got to start trying to be different and act different for your own sake so you can figure out who you are. And then once you figure out who you are, even if you're 18, it takes you a couple years of trying stuff. Once you figure out your thing that you really like, do that every day build yourself like take seriously the things that you eat take seriously like the things you think and the conversations how you treat people and i guarantee you over enough time you're going to notice the amount of things that shift in your life the people you hang out with you'll realize like holy cow these people were not good for me they were taking me down and now that i have different people that are influential in my life i'm going places you know like everything in your life is changeable and i think if we could tie all this together into a pretty bow we're capacitors Like, we take in energy and we let it back out. And I think being very purposeful about what you're taking in and what you're letting out starts with the idea that you have a choice in every single moment of how to be. Only 50% of anything that happens is within your control. Car accident, somebody hits you, wasn't your problem, right? But the 50% that kicks in from the time you to consciousness and get out of that car and decide to grab a gun and go shoot that guy or (laughs) go over and start screaming or get up and just ask them if they're okay and or call the cop you know you have all these different choices so choose to be who you want to be but i always recommend to people choose the version of yourself that you attain that you seek to attain so like think about what you are think about your 80 year old version of yourself and then think about the version you are right now would the eighty year old man or the eighty year old woman version of yourself be proud of who you are right now? Or would they look at your life right now and be like, Oh, you got this thing coming up that you don't know about? You know, how do you how do you like choose to plan your life and build yourself to be the best version of yourself? And you get to define that. But if you don't do that, you're always just gonna be at the whims of everything and you're never gonna get anywhere, you're gonna keep struggling constantly over and over and over. So do something with your choice. Well, that sums it up. All right, later kids.